Metu Netter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles. This is Chapter 5, Ra, the Holy Spirit, and the Life Force, beginning at the bottom of page 14. If we keep in mind that the life force is the energy basis of the functions of the mind, body, emotions, and spirit, it will be easy to understand that negative emotions are at the base of passion, while at the base of passion will have an injurious effect on the health of the body, the reasoning functions of the mind, and the spirituality of the person. And this is the reality in most cases. It is an established fact in science that the behavior of energy is governed by laws. In fact, law is the foundation of science, knowing. Thus, we have the laws of thermodynamics, gravity, chemical interaction of atoms, etc. It is no different with human behavior. The energy that governs the functions of the mind, the physical body, and the spirit is subject to immutable laws. The failure to observe these laws result in the errors of these systems that manifest as irrational behavior and illness. Not only does this lead to the obvious failures in the pursuit of life's objectives and conflicting behavior, it contributes to the perversion and devitalization of the life force. Observe the laws of your life force will function as its highest capacity resulting in successful undertakings. The proper way of handling desire, passion, has been a major concern of spiritual systems, psychology, and philosophy. It is the underlying principle of sin, antisocial behavior, and neurosis, etc. Kill desire was the proclamation of the gurus of ancient India. Wait for a savior proclaimed others, sublimate the mother of all desires, preached by the psychologists and celebrity and celebrates and so on. It does not take much to see that none of these measures have worked. The world is awash with untamed desire for material gratification or dead with fear. The solution to this problem was found, but was laid buried in the ruins of ancient Egypt. According to its spiritual teachings, the life force Ra expresses itself in man as 11 desires. The sages of Kemet discovered the laws that govern the correct expression of these 11 desires. These laws were codified as divine laws, which in the right brain way of thinking were presented in an extended metaphoric manner. Because of the intimate connection to human personality, each law was personified. These 11 comedic laws with their divine personifications were known as the Pout Neteru, but are now known very imperfectly as the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life first appears in Genesis, the first book of the Jewish Bible, the Old Testament, where Adam and Eve were denied access to it, for having eaten illegitimately of the tree of the knowledge of God, good and evil. The tree of life makes its last appearance in the last book of the Christian Bible, the New Testament, where it is hailed as the tree whose leaves will heal the nations. 
We must take note of the fact that the placement of the tree of life in such central roles tied into the acts surrounding the downfall of mankind, Genesis, and his redemption, the book of Revelations, is a major clue to its role of Judaism and Christianity. The tree is also the centerpiece of the Kabbalah and the Kabbalists have openly acknowledged the intimate connection between the Kabbalah and their Bible, the Old Testament. As we will see throughout this work, we will also detail the connection between the tree and the Christian Bible, the New Testament. We must first turn our attention to how and why the 11 laws that make up the tree of life came into being. In the preceding chapter, we saw how the various mental faculties contributed to the creation of the tree of life. The 11 desires. The life force in man finds one of the main expressions in 11 desires. How we fulfill these desires is one of the most important things in life. Happiness, the successful fulfillment of goals, mental functions, and physical well-being depend on it. Let's take a brief inductory look at the manifestations of the fundamental 11 desires in a healthy person. This will be presented in a hierarchical and numerical order in unison with the 11 spheres of the tree of life. Sphere 0. Every healthy person has a desire and a need for inner peace. Given expression to any of the preceding emotions is obviously a negation of inner peace. In the preceding chapter, one discussed the three levels of consciousness that corresponds to the three types of man. We will later see how and why the majority of people in the world err, err in the means adopted to achieve inner peace. The spiritual techniques that the sages of Kemet developed to properly fulfill this desire were framed in the law of Amen. It corresponds to the number zero on the tree of life. Sphere one. A healthy people have a desire and the need to be in unity with others and their environment. It is the ultimate way to absolutely counter the insecurity that is bred by enmity and the conviction that nature is intrinsically hostile to man, a view that can be easily nurtured by the host of natural disasters, storms, earthquakes, etc. Because most people are incapable of understanding how and why they can be one with low-life individuals who have the worst of murderous intentions towards them, they agree only in principle with the wise admonition to turn the other cheek. Because of the general failure in the world on part of the spiritual and religious leaders on behalf of mankind, most people fail in their ability to live in unity even within their most intimate circle. This means the truth for achieving oneness with all were framed in the laws of Ausar. It corresponds to the first sphere of the tree. Sphere 2. Every healthy person has a desire and need for infallible guidance and certainty regarding undertakings in other words to know truth, to possess knowledge, and to know that 
choices made are the right ones. Am I marrying the right person? Have I chosen the right career, business, etc.? Not knowing and not knowing how is a major source of anxiety, which is injurious to the life force. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Tehuti. It corresponds to the second sphere of the tree. Sphere three, all healthy people have a desire and a need for empowerment. We all need to feel that we are able to achieve our objectives in life. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Seker. It corresponds to the third sphere of the tree. Sphere four, all healthy people have the desire and need for order in life. The means for properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Ma'at. It corresponds to the fourth sphere of the tree. Sphere five. All healthy people have a desire and a need for justice and protection. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Hekaruti. It corresponds to the fifth, fifth sphere of the tree. Sphere six. All healthy people have the desire and the need for freedom and self-reliance. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Heru. It corresponds to the sixth sphere of the tree. Sphere seven. All healthy people have the desire and need for pleasure and creativity. This means of properly fulfilling this need was framed with the law of Het Heru. It corresponds to the seventh sphere of the tree. Sphere 8. All healthy people have the desire and need for precedence to guidance to guide and expedite the fulfillment of goals. This mean the means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Sebek. It corresponds to the eighth sphere of the tree. Sphere 9. All healthy people have the desire and need to transcend Undesirable, dysfunctional, and unnecessary conditionings to learn and unlearn. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Auset. It corresponds to the ninth sphere of the tree. Sphere 10. All healthy people have the desire and need for proof of the worth of their endeavors, beliefs, etc. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Jeb. It corresponds to the 10th sphere of the tree. It is important to note that the cited desires of their needs belong to the healthy adults. Adults who fail to manifest any one of these needs are lacking in health, not from a medical perspective, but from a deficiency in the life force in the mind. As we go through this book, we will see that most people seek to fulfill these fundamental desires incorrectly. The erroneous approach to satisfying these needs are the major causes of the problems in the world. And here ends the reading at the end of page 120. Happiness. Any discussion of fundamental needs and desires would be incomplete without a discussion of happiness. It was not listed as one of the 11 desires because it is compounded of the desires for peace and pleasure. A person has attained to happiness when he or she has the capacity to fully enjoy what has been acquired and to be at peace in the 
absence of things needed or wanted. In addition, the person must be able to enjoy the peace in the midst of want or adversity. Thus, it is an ongoing joy that is independent of external objects. It is obvious then that the key to happiness is focused in the mastery of the laws of the sphere zero. Amen. Peace. And the seventh sphere, het heru, pleasure. This is exceedingly far from the common belief that happiness is the joy that follows the acquisition of things and the fulfillment of material goals. How the tree of life came into being. How the tree of life came into being is a topic that, as far as I know, has never been discussed in publication. Reflection on the discussion of the 11 desires, another topic has never been discussed in publication, shows that the fundamental 11 desires as natural expressions of man's life force are the source of the spheres of the tree. Ra's desire the evolutionary impetus. impetus. The 11 desires discussed above are forces that we all experience and none can resist. No one decides that he will rather live without inner peace. No one desires that she does not need to know. Even the recluse needs the input from others and the environment in order to survive. No one desires that it is best to live without order. No one decides that he'd rather be impotent in life, and so on. We are propelled by these urges to satisfy them. As individuals, as nations, we invent all kinds of strategies to satisfy them. In the Shahu stage of life, we seek answers outside of ourselves. Peace is to be brought or secured through weapons. We respond to the urge to unite with others on the basis of external affinities and so on. All strategies that are not based on divine laws have and must continue to fail. The inner impulse of the Holy Spirit, Ra, continues to push on until it is fed its true nourishment, Ma'at, truth, the law. And now, here ends the reading of chapter 5 on page 122.